0: Hi guys, this is Deb Kelsbeek, the owner of FemPro Business Society, and today I am so excited because we are joined by Dr. Nicole. And Nicole, Dr. Nicole, I'm going to have you go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Thank you for having me. I've been so looking forward to talking with you, Deb. And my jam is helping people to conquer anxiety. I've been published by Forbes, well, good. I've been a national speaker with the largest behavioral health organization, PESI. I have a master's in clinical psychology and a doctorate in naturopathic medicine. And I love having the opportunities to collaborate with amazing entrepreneurs like yourself in helping us to really level up our emotional well being. So I'm really happy to be here today. That is all so
0: impressive. Thank I, you. I love it, especially um, Forbes. Like, that is huge. Yeah,
1: I'm really grateful. The, there was an interview that was done, and they were asking me for my expert opinion, and it was really just such a blessing to have that kind of a platform to share the message of hope and healing with readers.
0: Oh, I love it. So can you tell us a little bit more about your business? Like who do you serve?
1: My audience tends to be more of the entrepreneurial person who feels like they want to get somewhere that there's this fire inside of them, but they, they feel stuck. They're not, they're not sure how to move forward and they're doing all of the right things. They're manifesting they're doing their vision boards they're doing self-care they're eating well but that there's just this this thing that's stopping them and so my zone of genius is helping them identify what that is so that we can honor that resistance honor that part and work towards healing so that it's like removing that obstacle so a lot of the people who come find me they find me because i'm my zone of genius is anxiety because as an entrepreneur, one in three entrepreneurs deal with anxiety. So people find me that way. And then the work that we do is often that deeper dive into, well, why, why am I experiencing Burnout? Why am I experiencing anxiety? Why am I overwhelmed? Why do I have brain fog? Why do I have these blocks that are preventing me from achieving my goals that I know are completely doable, but I'm feeling stuck? So that's that's kind of my ideal person that I work with.
0: Okay, I absolutely love that, especially because you're talking about realm of genius and uh, these mental blocks, um, which these mental blocks I have personally been discussing with a couple other business owners and how like you recognize that they're there, but so often we're so close to it that we can't see it ourselves. And so we need someone like you to help walk us through that, to be like, okay, how do I work on this?
1: So that is incredible. Yeah. And the answers can often be in places we would never expect. And I can definitely share some stories as we're having our conversation today about what what ended up being a block for somebody and how it was coming out and how we addressed it. I would love that. Mm -hmm. So can you tell me a little bit more about your
0: journey in becoming a naturopathic doctor? Like how did you go from becoming a naturopathic doctor to actually starting your own business and where you are now?
1: I love that you asked that question. And a lot of people actually aren't familiar with what a naturopathic doctor is. And so I'll introduce that briefly, and then I'll kind of tell you a little bit about the journey that got me to where I am today. And so I've always loved medicine. I've always loved to help people. In fact, when I was a little Nicole, I carried around this like cute little fanny pack with the first aid kit in it, so that if somebody like fell and scraped their knee, I was at the ready with the bandaid, and so it's been ingrained in me for so long. Like I love to help people. I love to help them feel better, to feel whole, to soothe and tend to their wounds. And my particular skill set wasn't necessarily in lacerations, but I loved to attune to their needs emotionally. And I did that as a very little girl. My dad was he's a veteran and he had a lot of trauma growing up in his own personal life. And so as a four-year-old, I was attuned to his needs and I would try to comfort him and make him feel happy. It's a term called impression management in psychology. So it's how can I manage his impression of me? How can I manage how he feels? And so that psychological realm has always been paired with that medical piece. So, I'm going through school, I go to, I was thinking I wanted to be a vocal musician, so I went to, on vocal scholarship, a school called Luther College, and I was like, well, just in case, I'll do psychobiology as a backup, because I love this mental health, this psychology and the biology link, I love that too, but I really want to sing, and I just found myself being pulled away from the vocal part as a career, and became really passionate about counseling so now i'm in counseling school i moved to chicago i get a master's in clinical psychology and i'm working in a rehab with adolescents in lake forest chicago it's a northern suburb and there's this turning point you know we all have that turning point right and i'm sitting in group therapy with my my adolescents And they're talking about their drug of choice and how they've been doing. And so this one girl sticks out in my mind and so her drug of choice is cocaine and she's struggling with addiction to cocaine and she's trying to work through it. And our job in group therapy is the behavioral health piece is the mental emotional piece. And she's drinking a Red Bull It's eight o'clock at night. Remember? So she's drinking a Red Bull talking about her cocaine addiction. And she mentions she's struggling with sleep. And so my brain rewinds back to reading all those first aid books and having my fanny pack and thinking about the biology. And I'm like, caffeine can't be helping and cocaine is a stimulant. So it's probably amplifying her symptoms, but it was out of our scope. We couldn't talk with her about that. We're, we're, our scope is counseling. We had to talk to her about her choices and her motivational interviewing and cognitive behavioral therapy. And this was before trauma-informed therapy was really a big thing and I was so discouraged and we had to send her to the psychiatrist who gave her uh, Ambien, which is a hypnotic sleep aid prescription medication. It can be very addictive. So now you have this developing teenage brain on cocaine, caffeinated monster drinks, and now we've given her a prescription for sleep aid, who is just on the spiral down. And I felt so demoralized up. I felt so I felt like a failure. And I was like, gosh, I just don't know if I can live in this system. And I went and I got online and I found naturopathic medicine. And I was like, what is this? And so what naturopathic medicine is, it's where we take the best of science based medical research. We take the best of anatomy and physiology and pharmacology in all of the ologies. And then we combine it with knowledge that the body has this intuitive wisdom to heal itself. And we learn about herbalism and acupuncture and hydrotherapy and homeopathy and mind-body therapy. And so I move to the desert. I leave Chicago. I move to the desert and I go to naturopathic medical school. I get a residency and I begin private practice. And then if you will, things hit the fan metaphorically speaking, right? And I am busting, but I'm an entrepreneur. I want to have my own private practice. I'm working hard and I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like, Oh, I got to call Susie about a follow-up on this. And I try to go back to sleep. And then I wake up. Oh my gosh, I need to write an article for this because I need more marketing. Oh, and I go to sleep. And then eventually it got to the point where I wasn't going to sleep because my brain was spinning with to-dos. It was passion. I was passionate and excited, but then anxiety started to creep in. And so then I started to feel anxious and then the anxiety started to seep into my sleep even more. And then I stopped sleeping. And so then the anxiety got worse because now I'm afraid of not sleeping. And as so many people call me and they're in this vicious cycle. They want to do all of the things and they're so passionate and so excited. And then that excitement and that passion ends up being this fire that's inside of them. That's not coming out. It's burning them from the inside. Yeah. And so girl, I hit rock bottom. I was... Like days and days without sleeping, constant panic. I was on all of these medications. I was on an antidepressant. I was on benzodiazepines. I was on the sleep aid that had started me on this medical journey to begin with. So I was on Ambien and I was on all of the supplements and all the naturopathic things. And I was spiraling. And this is, this is where I get really passionate and emotional. Cause these are the types of people that come to me as they just feel like they're stuck in the spiral and they're doing all of the right things. And they see all of these coaches who are like you just got to organize your social media list. You got to batch things out. You just got to think positive. You got to exercise and eat right. And for me, I was doing all of those things and yet I was still spiraling. And so what the work that I do is to help people identify that big pink elephant, that thing, or those multitudes of things that are creating this, expression of untunement to tell us that there's a need that's unmet or that there's something going on that we've been ignoring or running from or not addressing. And that's what I was able to do by the grace of God and get my life back. And so at this moment, when you and I are connecting, that's why I'm so passionate about mental health and entrepreneurship, because that's part of my story. So I know that was kind of a I long answer. <laughs> what is natural bathing medicine and what is my story and how did we get here today? <laughs> no, that is absolutely perfect. And I know personally
0: um, I've been in therapy for years and that's one thing my therapist has always told me is how you cannot ignore these things. You can ignore them for so long and your body is going to eventually start screaming at you, pay attention to me. And then at that point, you don't have the choice but to stop and be like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this and I'm going to deal with this now because my body's no longer giving me the choice. Yeah.
1: So And what's really cool about what you're saying is that you're listening to the message from the body so that you can heal it instead of suppressing it.
0: hmm Because we can yes, because we can absolutely keep suppressing it by adding on more external things. Versus looking at that internal. So you mentioned that you're able to share with us a little bit about how you help business owners work through some of this anxiety and these
1: mental blocks. Yes. You want to, you want to learn? I do. I am very. Let's learn. <laughs> so I actually, I'll share with you and you can put it in the show notes. I'm going to teach it now. And then there's, I actually have a whole webinar that's free. It's called the three minute hack on this. Amazing. So I'll share that with everybody. And so I'll teach you how to do this because what this is predicated on is that there's these parts of ourselves and that as we heal, as we encounter new scenarios, as we challenge ourselves, that these parts are going to come up and symptoms are going to happen and we're going to have needs. And part of the entrepreneurship journey is trying to find that balance between pausing and listening and redirecting and pushing. And so that three minute hack, save it in your phone, bookmark it, and then go back to it. Once you learn how to do it, it'll be something you could just pop into the bathroom three minutes. You got it. You're done. Instead of suppressing it, you've addressed it and you can move on three minutes. This is super cool. So what we think about is that any time that we are under stress, trauma-informed therapy, trauma-informed research has found that our body can create ego states. We see this in the research of ego state therapy, internal family systems, and a lot of the work that came out of EMDR. And for those who are in your audience that aren't familiar with that EMDR stands for eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And it's a form of therapy your insurance covers where they pair thinking about the stressful event, and it could be good stress or bad stress. Your nervous system can't tell the difference. It's all the same chemicals. And you think about the stressor and then they pair bilateral stimulation. And what it does is it helps you actually go into the the more emotional and limbic system parts of your brain to clear blocks. And that's really fundamentally important because in so much of the work that we do as coaches is we really live here in the logical brain i'm pointing at my forehead this is where your prefrontal cortex are and it's where you can logic your way you can rationalize you can understand and a lot of coaches are very sharp and analytical and that's a really important part and then pairing that with the three-minute hack work that ego state work where you can get into the midbrain and into the brainstem it suddenly gets your whole self on board In that healing journey. And so let's say, for example, you have this launch that you're trying to put together. So you're ready to, you're putting your world, you're putting your stuff out into the world. You have this launch, you're excited about it. And when you get on your computer and you start to try to write marketing copy, you feel like writer's block. You feel stuck. Uh, I've, I've had that a lot. And are you resonating with that part so far? Cause I want to make sure oh that goodness, it's like, yes. <laughs> fitting in. you're with me. I'm okay. i like, shaking my head like, yes, yeah. You're like, there. done, done, done. Okay. So what we do is we want to notice that sense of block. And so what you would do is you would just stop and you would close your eyes. I find it easier to focus when I close my eyes and then you Same. would notice, okay, I feel this block. Let's notice this block. And then we're going to name it. Because it's easier to claim something when we give it a name. So I'm going to name it so I can claim it. And so you notice it and you say, okay, this block, we're going to call her the blocked part. And so then you start to interview that blocked part. You say, okay, how old are you? If you were to assign an age, okay, I feel like this part, she feels like she's 12 actually. Okay, so I feel like I have this 12 year old that's stopping me from being able to write. Okay, so block, tell me where you came from. And this is from a real example that I'm sharing with you. Okay. Yeah. I was sitting in school and I remember that we were about to give a spelling bee and I completely forgot all of my words and I got really scared and I couldn't write. I couldn't do anything. My brain just froze. And so to the logical person, you're like, why would that come up? Right? Why would a 12 year old taking a spelling bee be stopping me as an entrepreneur from creating copy for my launch that I'm more than qualified for? Well, that 12 year old is living inside of your brain and she's living inside of your psyche and she was really stressed and she was really overwhelmed and there were things going on in her life. And so she is attempting to help you and protect you by recreating that process and telling you that she has an unmet need. So then you've, you've named it, you've claimed it, you've identified how old it is, and then you've identified what is the origin of that part. And I'll walk you through this in more detail in the three minute hack when you watch it, but you've identified, okay, this is the event. Okay. I was 12 years old. I was at the spelling. Okay. And I forgot all my words. And what was the feeling? Okay. There's this feeling of, I am an Epic failure. I feel like a failure. I have imposter syndrome, right? Which is an entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. thing. In fact, of 85% of entrepreneurs feel imposter syndrome, which is a whole other conversation. So I feel like I'm just a complete failure. I'm so embarrassed. I'm such a failure. Okay. So what did she need? What did that 12 year old part need? And so then you imagine you go back to that 12 year old part. And I imagine kind of squatting next to her at the desk and be like, Hey baby. Okay. No, no, I can't remember any of my words. I'm so scared. I'm so upset. And then you tend to that part. You soothe that part. And the whole time that you're doing this, you're bilaterally stimulating yourself. I like to tap on the tops of my legs while I'm doing this exercise. You can give yourself a hug and tap on your shoulders, left, right, left, right. Because what that's doing is it's pairing the now because your brain is getting stimulated right now Mm -hmm. with that past event, because that 12 year old thinks that you're still back there at that time. And so then you're like, okay, part, what do you need? We tend to that part. And then the last part of this. 3 minute hack step is, and then you timestamp it. You know what, babe, it's 2001. You're not there anymore. We did all the spelling tests, all the spelling bees that we ever had to do. I took care of that for you. Now you get to play. Now you get to have fun. And I would love to ask you to trust me that we can do all this fun work and that you get to play and that I've got your back and that you don't have to try to help me anymore because you did your job. It's 2001. Now I've got you And then you imagine that she receives that information. You ask her if she has any other concerns. You honor those concerns. You ask her to let you take control of it. And then I promise you that those little parts want to get rid of that block. And then when you go back and you start writing, that part is happy and she's playing and you've got this, your other parts can now write the creative brilliant copy that is inside of you. That's one example.
0: I love it. And it's validating your feelings. Like this is a very real feeling and this is coming from somewhere.
1: It's a very real feeling coming from somewhere. And we see this in the neuroscience is that these little traumas, big traumas, they get locked in parts of the cortex, get locked in parts of the brain that often do not have a linguistic bridge. So you couldn't rationalize your way there. There's literally no synaptic connection from now to that. And so using this kind of a therapeutic intervention, what they found in IFS and state and EMDR, it actually helps you quickly access what that block is and deal with it. And then we see that people feel significant relief when they do that can save years on a couch with a counselor.
0: <laughs> right. And I like yeah. that that's all like internal things where mm-hmm. you are listening to yourself mm-hmm. Is this part of your anxiety breakthrough program or is that a different? Yes.
1: Yes. I introduce you to how to do this process in the three minute hack. And then, if someone's like, oh my gosh, this is so good, I teach you all of the details in the anxiety breakthrough program. And in the anxiety breakthrough program, I actually also give naturopathic algorithms for what testing to get done. So, for example, let's say that when you do public speaking, so a lot of entrepreneurs do public speaking. And every time before you go and you do public speaking, you feel like you're gonna have a heart attack. You feel like there's an elephant sitting on your chest, your heart is pounding, and then now you feel queasy and you're like, I might throw up on stage. I work with a lot of intra- entrepreneurs with stage fright. And so, what I actually teach you in the class is okay, well, we wanna make sure that your thyroid is healthy, that your gut is healthy, but you don't have thousands of thousands of dollars to drop on running every single test. We call it spray and pray testing. So mm-hmm. I give algorithms where you can like actually answer questions and I'll tell you what tests might be relevant for you. And I give clues and hints and strategies and protocols on how to make your own herbal tinctures, what herbs might be good, supplements, all the stuff, all the stuff, it's magic. Oh my goodness. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And where could we find that program? If you go to my Instagram, it's Nicole Kane, which is N I C O L E C A I N. We have a link in the bio. So you'll see a free, the three minute hack. You can get that for free. And then there's the anxiety breakthrough program. You can click on that and then it'll take you to my website. And you can learn all about it. I even have a video with a sneak peek in there. So you can kind of see what you're going to get. Perfect. I'll make sure to
0: add that in the show notes too, so that it's super easy to find. Thank you. I I have one last question for you. Mm -hmm. What advice would you have for a business owner that feels stuck in life that they don't know where to go next, either in life or in their business?
1: Feeling stuck means that you are in your zone of proximal development and what is that? Okay. <laughs> Your zone of proximal development. This is from the research of Scott Miller, a PhD psychologist. And he talks about your comfort zone, which he calls your zone of reliable performance. Right? So yeah. this is where I like know what I'm doing. I could do it in my sleep. Like this is my comfort zone. And then outside of that is when we start pushing into our zone where it's not comfortable. We don't know what we're doing. We're out of our comfort zone. And People can tend to only sustain about 30 minutes in the zone of proximal development before getting symptoms, whether the symptoms are burnout, anxiety, insomnia, depression, imposter syndrome, loneliness, feeling really stuck and where our nervous system just shuts down where I just like, I, I can't like I've done everything I can't. So that is a sign that you are growing. And it's a sign that you need more support. And so lean into the stuck feeling do the three minute hack on the stuck feeling like, okay, I feel really super stuck right now. Where do I feel stuck in my body? Okay. When have I felt this way before? Because being stuck is a sign of growth and when things are growing and we're evolving, those parts are going to start expressing themselves. So you just do the same thing. You lean in, you go inward. Because you're going to find all these coaches, all these doctors, all these other entrepreneurs who are going to try to help you, but really loves the answer is inside of you. It's that big pink elephant who's asking you with symptoms of stuckness to lean in so that you can clear your own block.
0: Do you feel, and I know I said one more question, but yes. do you feel like most often it is fear based on why an entrepreneur feels stuck? Um, And I know that that comes with, well, of course you're going to have fear if you're coming out of your comfort zone, but do you have any advice on how to deal with that fear to get through the woods and get to the other side?
1: Yeah. Keep on moving. And I have some solutions for success too. And I have a blog about it. I'll get that one over to you. So there are five. So if you're stuck, if you're leaning in on that and you're doing the inner work and you're closing your eyes and you're getting into your body, if you're doing that inner work and then you also need some additional supports, so like number one is membership collaboratives, which you dub, you're bringing to the world with your fem business part. Like you are doing that. You are creating space for people to get support, get commiseration because loneliness is such a huge problem for entrepreneurs, it's, it's often a one man, one woman show. And so do membership collaboratives, get the support. There was also a motivational speaker who said that if you want to know your level of success in the world is look at the five people you spend the most time with is you want to make sure that you're with people who are building you up and encouraging you and helping you get where you want to be. So that's number one. And number two is get consultation. You want to stay in your zone of genius while pushing the envelope a little bit, but so that you're not hitting your head against a wall, solicit wisdom from other people. Like Deb, you are brilliant. I've been following you on social media for a long time. So let's go to you you. and then mental health fitness exercises. Um, that's a lot of what we're talking about today with ego state work. So work on mental health fitness. And then a pattern interrupt is huge so when we feel stuck and we feel like we're just like running into a wall on repeat is your your brain may believe something you may be like logically like i can do this why isn't it happening i feel completely stuck is because maybe your nervous system doesn't believe it so we have to get your nervous system on board and a pattern interrupt is a good way to do that and so a pattern interrupt is anything from Okay, I've been working in my office on the same project for months like maybe you need to change offices or maybe you need to rearrange your office or maybe you need to put a different diffuser or even change the lights like there's this research study that was looking at employee performance. And they found that if they changed the wattage of the bulbs that performance rose statistically because there was a pattern interrupt because there was a change and then that that change the performance went down it started to lose its progress and so they just changed it back and then the performance went back up again so if you're stuck do a pattern interrupt and then the last one is there are some success hacks that can amp up your efficiency as an entrepreneur and i have a whole blog on that that i can share with you but a couple of the success hacks are like automation batching scheduling things that will help free up your mental space so that you have the bandwidth to be really truly creative and getting unstuck
0: and i'm a huge believer in automate and batch work all the things
1: yeah. <laughs> all of the things it's seriously stressful sister <laughs> to, oh yes otherwise if you batch it it's oh so much more freedom to have that space to focus on what i really love
0: yes absolutely Well, thank you so much, Dr. Nicole. I truly appreciate you. You were like inspiring and incredible. Um, I will be sharing all of the stuff that we discussed in the show notes. Where can everyone um, continue following you?
1: Thank you for asking. Follow me on Instagram. That's my place. I do all sorts of lives and Q and A's and free information. I just want to love on all of you. So that's Dr. Nicole Kane. It's my Instagram and that's where you can find links to my blog and the free gifts. And I'm going to, you know, be connecting with you on there too. So it's going to be great. We can all hang out.
0: Awesome. I love it. Thank you. We'll chat soon. Thank you, honey. So good to see you.